Hey everybody, it has been a long time coming, uh, but this is Henry Bourne alongside my good friend. I'm Chet Jamison. And this is the Muni Pros Podcast, and it has been, what Chet, a month and a half? It's been too long and we apologize. We do, you know, but but Chet was furthering his education. He has successfully passed all his, Chet, you have successfully <laughs> passed all your finals, 3. right? 3.6 GPA Look this semester. Look at this man go. Look Come at this on. guy go. But I forgot I started class today again for the summer. So what does that mean? Um, I should probably work on school rather than do this, but hey, you know what? You know what? I'd rather do this. <laughs> we got to catch up a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, we do have a lot to talk about. We've missed a lot in the world of golf. Um, we got to jump all the way back to the beginning of April, <clears throat> the best week of the year. And you know, Chet, it was, it was a great masters. It was, uh, you know, it wasn't dramatic in the sense that it came down to the wire, you know, 18th T high ball game or anything like that but except for the four putt <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it certainly did get a little little iffy there at the very end but scotty scheffler the guy that me and chet have been back in what since the start of this podcast yeah uh he won with class the guy put on a wedge clinic anytime he got in trouble it seemed like he was chipping it within that three foot circle we always strive to get within um putted phenomenally you know his misses weren't too big a misses, you know, and we, we've been saying it this whole, this whole series on this podcast chat, but Scotty Shuffler is a real deal. It just was taking him to get that first win and he got his first win back at the waste management. Right. It's been lights out since. Yeah. Uh, it's been very dominant. And you know, uh, here's my big question with, you know, he, he dominated pretty much the masters. Uh, if anybody deserved the green jacket, it was him. There was no question minus the, <laughs> I think we'd all were kind of Scotty Scheffler right there. I think we'd mm-hmm. all do the same thing on 18. For those of you that don't know, uh, he had what a three footer for, was it for par? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. and he missed. And then he had another three footer and missed. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And then all of a sudden you're thinking, I think he had a three-shot lead. So he, he pretty much had to make this or yeah. he's going to a playoff. And uh, thankfully he did. Um, you know, obviously got a lot of sympathy from the fans. We're all human. Uh, there was no doubt that he was the Masters champion before he hit the you know, the first of four putts there. Right. You know, he was standing over. Uh, there, was n- there was no question he was going to seal the deal. I would have been uh, – I what would you have done? If he had missed the next one and then went to a playoff. And then the worst part is if it goes to a playoff and he loses. Oh, man. I mean, what would be devastating. It's not like a 2016 Jordan Spieth. You know, you did it on 12, right? Yeah. And you hit it different. in the water. That's a tough shot. But are you saying if I was the player? I mean, just, I just put yourself as Scotty Scheffler and you, you missed. I mean, You've obviously I would be ticked off, but at the same time, it's like you kind of got to laugh about it because you did it to yourself, you know? Yeah. It's like, you, I don't know. And I think the other thing is, too, is with a three-footer like that, if if you're not putting to seal that you're the ch- master's champion, you make they make the pros. I'm not going to say us, especially on those screens. <laughs> yeah. They make 98 out of 100. Yeah. So it was certainly a little funny cap off. <laughs> Uh, for for Scotty there, but he did he he slid the green jacket on. Um, we got to you know see him and his wife kind of celebrate, and you know his wife seems like very down to earth as well. They seem like a very down to earth family, um, mm-hmm. just all around the Shufflers. 
Uh, and it was very cool to see, you know, you know, all glory goes to God is what I think Scotty said in his yeah. post round interview. It's really cool. It was it was very um you don't see that out of a lot of players being that open and that uh I guess the word is down to earth. I'm gonna say it yeah, again. Yeah, like he's just very humble and he's not letting, you know, his I guess you could say his job define who he is, you know. He's, he's so like, much more he, than he's golf. He's very grateful in the position he's at. And like he tells this, like stories all the time about, you know, they asked him, I think, what are you going to do, you know, once you go home? He's like, I don't know, probably just play Scrabble with the wife and watch The Office or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. It's just like, you know, he's just, you know, it's just having fun. He's enjoying the moment. And I think that's the best way to handle that type of job. And I think when you think of it in the sense of him going out in the next tournament, you know, I, him and Ryan, I don't think finished super great in the Zurich, but um, I, I think that sets you up to be a better player when you're, when you have that kind of attitude, you're not, you're out there just playing golf and Scotty just does it really, really well, Right. you know? Yeah. And all he needed was that first win. I think, I think we're in store for, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you got another win this season. I mean, yeah. you usually do have a major hangover Yeah. as far as most players, unless you're Tiger Woods, <laughs> win a major and then it's like, emo- like that emotional come down. Yeah. Um, but very encouraging. We've been backing him. We, you know, Scotty, if he ever listens to this, he can look back and see that we believed in him. You know, back in October or November when we started this. Yeah. So you know what? You're welcome, Scotty. Scotty, if you are listening, we just want five minutes of your time for the podcast. Yeah, That's just just give us ten minutes tops. You know, but um, you know you're probably busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Playing Scrabble. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but. Uh, We'll jump to somebody who actually had his best finish in the Masters ever in his career. And yeah. given some of the circumstances, as him being in the lead on a Sunday, him being in the final group with Patrick Reed in 2018, uh, Rory finished with a Sunday 64. Yep. T uh, two, if I if I'm correct. Um, Pretty sure. Let me check. Uh, it was definitely a second place. I just don't know if it was standalone or not. Uh, but that that solidifies as his best finish in the Masters, and. Uh, you know, Rory took a lot from that round. He said um, a lot of things. I've been working on a lot of things, and they finally kind of clicked. And I just needed that that round to show it. You know, I needed I needed to see that what I was doing was working. And he said that was the round. And I, if you saw on Sunday, you know, you remember he him chipping in on 18, and Nick Faldo absolutely ruining the <laughs> moment. Yeah. Um, and then Colin Morikawa right after him just chips right in as well. I think going forward, and Rory had a great Thursday at the Wells Fargo, which we'll talk about a little bit, but going forward, you know, the weather obviously didn't help at Wells Fargo, but I think this is a good sign for Rory. Um, you know, he won back last year at the Wells Fargo. Um, hasn't, you know, he had it obviously his second place finish at the Masters, but he hasn't really been the Rory we know where he's constantly in the top five constantly in the hunt sometimes he gets a backdoor top five but backdoor top 10 but he's never in contention right I think I think if he keeps progressing the way he has and just figures out that putting the putting is Mm. killing him right now yeah especially this past week it's like he had to not even scramble like chipping and putting it's like scrambling on the green Right, right. It, it seemed like, excuse me, uh, 
had a burp there. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like, uh, you know, Rory was putting himself. His speed was just a little off. And yeah. I, I do think, you know, you got to think the weather has something to do with it. High winds, torrential downpours, you know. That was a big word. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think hopefully he can, you know, obviously put some time in before the PGA. I think he is going to be a major contender um, this, the, the final three here. Uh, at least, you know, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I, I think he has found something. Yeah. It's just got to, you know, put some more grease on, on uh, some of those finer parts of his game. And I think we'll be in store for hopefully, you know, some class you know class high class rory finishes mm-hmm. i'd love to see, i want to see some rory fist pumps you know whenever he's up there contending on a sunday it's like it's pretty electric oh 100 like percent. he's one of the most electric guys on the course i feel like i forget it's just always i always picture um the tour championship that he won where he hold out yeah. on 16 yeah there's not a lot of people that can create that kind of excitement i mean right we're obviously you know the the given tiger yeah. Maybe Phil. Probably not anymore. Not anymore. I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to that too. But uh, you know, Jordan JT do have some electricity, but they're not Rory McIlroy. Right. And and I mean, I think Spieth built up his electricity. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not respect. What is it? I have no idea, chat. Like credit, I guess. Yeah. Built his um, how he can move a crowd, I guess, is yeah, what you're trying to say. Like yeah, built that up, um, I think, from whenever he holed out in the bunker to beat Daniel Berger and then uh, chucked his wedge. 100%. That was <laughs> that was definitely, I mean, what is it with that guy? He chips in for uh, the John Deere in 14 and then... And then Just uh, put him in a bunker on 18. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it either. Yeah, that was I remember actually. I I do remember watching that live. Uh I had I was currently in my paving career. Oh yeah. So I was exhausted. We had worked all weekend. I got home, I showered. It was, he was like on hole 2. I woke up and it was like 17. I was like, "Oh, he's going to blow it again, you know." <laughs> and then uh you know, it goes into the playoff and I remember I was like still that, you know, when you have like that deep nap. And you right. got like the markings on oh, your yeah. face. I was definitely like still drowsy, and I, he's in the bunker, and dad, my dad always he goes, "What if he chips in?" I'm like, "Biggs, he's not, <laughs> he's not gonna chip in." And then he chips in, and we we're like screaming, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, yeah that's pretty sweet. But uh, you know, speaking of not electric, we'll jump right into the RBC Heritage. Okay. Uh, Jordan Spieth did win this tournament, and <laughs> as big Jordan Spieth fans. We were we were very happy for him, but are we are, are we embarrassed by this one? I'm not really embarrassed. It was just very anticlimactic. He was one of those where you just grab the trophy and run away. Pretty much run away with it. I mean, he was never. I thought he was never really had a chance. I mean, what was he four back at mm-hmm. one point? Um, the putting is a problem. Yeah, I would agree. I I mean he definitely he said it himself he won without a putter that week so he stole that tournament hundred percent and I mean he just got unlucky that uh you know Patrick hit a bad bunker shot or no Patrick got plugged in that bunker on on the playoff mm-hmm. um but he did win and I you know obviously I do love that you know because it keeps his world ranking up any I just anytime he starts to slide backwards I'm like oh here we go again. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, you know, it is, and it especially for for him. I'm glad that he didn't win, like, because last year he won right before the Masters. Right. So I was a little like, I'm glad he won a couple of weeks before um, the PGA, especially because that's the tournament he needs for the Career Grand Slam. Right. Yeah. So I do think he's trending in the right direction. Um, you know, he he did. I actually, after he won the RBC, he talked about that weird routine he has mm-hmm. uh, where he like just gets his stuff into position. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, he said, hopefully <laughs> I don't have to be doing that for much longer. I'm just oh, yeah. I, I have to show myself my muscles where they need to be. Right. And I, I mean, I, we all know what he's talking about. We, yeah, we get what he's saying, but. It's not very pretty. It's not, but he got the job done. That's all that matters. And I mean, yeah. Matthew Wolf has won a tournament before. Look at his swing. Will he ever win again, though, Judge? <laughs> hey, he was up there this week, this past week. He was, and then he did not play well. Which he was, I think he was on that the late, early, or it was early, late. Or oh yeah, where the weather was fine in the morning Friday, and then it got really bad. Right. So I do think he probably got a little unlucky with the just the the way the weather turned out. Yeah. Um, you know, we will jump right into another tournament, and and the we're trying to move this along. We got too much to cover. I know. So. But here's here's the thing too: the tournaments in between the Masters and kind of where we're at uh, with the schedule changes, um, and just with how long the PGA Tour schedule is. A lot of these tournaments do not have a lot of big names in them. Right. You're getting one, two, three, maybe top guys, and then the rest are guys who have to play, you know, because they, you know, either, you know, just want to get as many starts in as they can, um, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, the Mexico Championship, which was at a new course this year for the first time, um, I wasn't really too crazy about the course. I missed the one that's in the higher elevation. You know the one I'm talking right, about? Right, yeah. I don't know why they switched it. I don't know either. I mean, it's all and it's also not business, even a, a so. WGC this year. It was it's it's actually a PGA Tour sanctioned event, right? Unless unless I'm missing something, and then the WGC Mexico Open or whatever is coming up, that could be very well the case. But I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but John Rahm uh, pretty much won it wire to wire. I think he had the outright lead Thursday. You know, he's tied for the lead Friday. Got the outright back Saturday, and uh, you know I, I don't think he ever was nervous. I don't think he ever got scared. You know, as far as golf goes, I love watching golf, but you know I I watched a little bit of it, but I was like, John Rahm's not gonna double bogey not seven, give it away. Yeah, yeah, you know he's not gonna do anything crazy. But it does bring up the question: uh, John Rahm hasn't won as many times this year, right? But and Scotty is the official, you know, world golf. <laughs> the official world golf <laughs> rankings number one but who who do you think in your opinion right now is playing better golf that's tough man because they both are at the top of their game right now there's no doubt about it i saw the fedex cup standings scotty scheffler's up by like 1200 points well i mean if you think about it he has I know, but that's just absurd. It's like he's playing a video game. It is. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> it's like we're playing 2K21. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's insane. Um, I don't know, man. I'd say Scotty right now. 
honestly. I think so, too. I think John's year was – he won the U.S. Open last year, right? Mm-hmm. I was last year when I'm he – sure. Because this year I do think his putting is not what it – I'm not saying he's a bad putter by any means. He's still probably like top five. Yeah. <laughs> but but compared to what he was – the way he was putting last year, last year when John Rahm had to make a putt, I, I mean, it was a pretty solid guess it was going in. Yeah, for sure. This yeah. year – it doesn't seem as he's as comfortable over the putts as he was. Right. Which I got another burp coming, first of all, so hang on. <laughs> My cow. But second of all, sorry. You good? I, I, I'm hydrating, Chet. You know, it's a hot day out there. <laughs> but uh, this is kind of interesting, and I don't understand how he does this, but John Rom does not line up his ball for his line. Dude, I can't do that. I have to have a line on mine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we are not fantastic golfers, but I just still. don't know how you like when you're on the fringe. And my eye line sight is just not that great. I feel like I, I can't trust it. At least I cannot trust. Well, I, I can't trust the way I set up my putter if I don't have the line to go off oh, of. Oh yeah, I that's can't. Fair. I can't trust that the line that I saw is what my putter actually is. Mm. I mean, maybe I should try it, you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, but I do think, like, it's very impressive that he does that. Like, right. Like, that putt on 17 at the U.S. Open mm-hmm. that he canned. It was actually 17 and 18. Those are sliders left yeah. to right, which I did. I saw a tweet that was like, if John Rahm has a left to right slider to win a tournament, it's going in. <laughs> I, I, I swear, it's like the only big putts he can make. But uh, which left to right sliders are the hardest putts for right-handed golfers? Because I I always am like I push it, mm-hmm. and then it starts off straight, and then it just misses low. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, dang it! <laughs> I putted phenomenally. Uh, when was that? Not last weekend, but the week before. Yeah, you shot like what one over? Yeah, yeah. I'm putting it. It was like the best putting I've ever had. Well, I will say, Chet, out of out of our whole group, your putting stroke is definitely the best. <laughs> it's not pretty, but it's smooth. Have you, you seen me putt? I mean, I do have. I have been putting pretty good. You this have season. been. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I have been. I I don't know what what changed. I I don't. I just I don't know. The putting strokes the same. Maybe not thinking about it as much. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just free. I'm just free with <laughs> He's it. A free man. <laughs> but yeah, my. I mean, and then you have Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> that dude stole my wedge. Yeah, I heard about that. He. Yeah, what a tool bag. You want to know when? Oh, this guy. It was that Sunday? Wasn't when it? he ditched us, and then you must have left it on a green. Whatever. Yeah, I hundred percent did. I'll admit to it. I did. That's okay. I it's lost okay. it. Yeah, but first of all. You should have just. Re- I'm not saying this negatively. I but know. You should have just went and found it, and because Jesse should have been with us, playing. Because he mm. said. But I didn't know I was missing it until <laughs> last Friday. Yeah, <laughs> a week later. So as that was the issue, but yeah, yeah. at least it's I'm found. Upset. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a hundred and thirty dollars. Was he playing with it? I don't think so. Or did he just put it in his bag and forget about it? He just put it in his bag. Okay. and forgot that's what about I figured. It. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm glad he had it. If that man uses a 60 degree, it's going to be a chunk. So, <laughs> you know how it is. It goes right underneath it. Well, he doesn't. Mr. Commit. Hansy. He doesn't commit, dude. He <laughs> lifts his head like, where's it going? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, three feet in front of you. <laughs> 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 All 
Uh, we'll jump next to the uh, Wells Fargo, which was uh, just this past week. Uh, Max Homa, who is another guy who's like slid under the radar. Um, two wins this season, Chet. Yeah. I'm happy for the guy. I, a lot of perspective running around. A lot of perspective. If if you don't know what that joke is, do you not get it? I don't. So on Twitter. So yeah, I'm not a Twitter fiend. Oh, okay. Well, basically like John Rahm, Rory, uh, Jordan. Oh, I think when, when they have a kid. Oh, not that. Okay. When they have a kid, the announcer, um, the announcers and like Amanda Balionis is always like, um, you know, with this, when you know your first tournament win with with a, your baby, you know, what, a lot of perspective now, right? <laughs> and so, so immediately Max wins, and he doesn't even have his child yet. He just announced, yeah, he's, you know, yeah. that that Having his a boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and the announcer or the interviewer was like, you know, what do you think of your win today? <laughs> and he goes, a lot of perspective <laughs> out there. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, and that's why Max is definitely a people's champion. Oh, 100%. He, for being as active on social media, I feel like a lot of times the pros who are active on social media are usually not very good. Like, okay, they're very good. I know what you mean. But they, they don't win. Max is kind of the king of both. You know, he runs Twitter. He's getting there. He's not going to win the pip because Tiger posted a video. But <laughs> uh, he definitely, if Tiger wasn't in the running, I think Max Homa could definitely... Um, you know, be be up there simply because he does. He interacts with casual people just tweeting at him, right? Which I think is very cool. But two wins this season. Um, you know, the guy birdied out in Q school to get into the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, just what back in 2018, 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be where he is now is is truly a testament to hard work. And I think. On tour, his swing is definitely one of. Oh, dude, it's so pure. It's so pure. He, it doesn't look like he's trying. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. And I don't really know. I couldn't really tell you what his issues are. I mean, I I don't know when when things go wrong for him. If it's. Well, he's uh, not one of those players, or he's one of those players to where if he's not playing well, he won't get shown on TV. So it's hard to see. Right. Right. Yeah. He's definitely not. Yeah, they'll show Rory so, if he's yeah. playing bad. So. Yeah, but I saw this, or Winston sent me this tweet. says, since the start of 2021, Max Homa has more worldwide wins than Rory, Rom, Spieth, JT, Bryson, DJ, Xander, and Brooks. What's so is this, is this the start of the new era? The new era has started. I mean, first like of all... It's been started? Is, is Xander kind of a bust? I'm not going to take away his gold know. medal. I'm not going to take away. It's a great achievement, but it's a limited field. And yes, you have professionals there, but some countries are putting forth their best. I mean, they're not even ranked in the world rankings. Yeah. You know, so I, it's a great achievement. But Xander has vastly underachieved. With the swing and that the short, like his action that he has, mm. I think the guy should, especially... You know, he was always he's always my pick for a major. I I just don't know why he he's been in contention, but you know, that was 2019 and I don't really, you know, 2020 was kind of I don't really remember him doing anything crazy. Yeah. 2021 he wasn't He was normally always in contention in the majors, it seemed like. It did. And then if it wasn't the major, it was 
a bigger WGC yeah. event. You know, he lost to Morikawa, I think. Mm-hmm. Or no, maybe he beat Morikawa in that. That was his last tournament win. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's the years that, you know, yeah. Smash Mouth was right. They <laughs> they just start coming and they don't stop coming. What if they did? I know there's too many countries in the Olympics that do this probably, but I don't know. Um, like college does. It's like they have tournament style. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, do like match play. I think they should do match play. I agree. It would be much more fun to watch. I mean, the only... But, like, tournament style. You know <clears throat> what I mean? What's I tournament I'm style? Any, yeah. I don't know why I just said that, but... I don't I don't know what that is. So, it's like a bracket, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, like the WGC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just but like, teams. I would, I would love that. I, I would... And the, the only downside that you have with match play in that kind of setting is you, you want it to maybe come down to the wire. Everybody wants a tournament to go down mm. to the wire. And you do run the risk of if you get an, a Cinderella, and it's the same with any turn in the NCAA. You know, if you get the, an underdog that makes it all the way to the finals, there's always that chance that you know the number one Virginia or Duke comes out and smokes them by thirty, and you don't want for your you know championship gold medal match for the team to win, you know nine and eight. Yeah, I don't think it would happen. Because, you know, there's pressure there, and uh, they're going to make mistakes. I do think it would be more enjoyable to watch that. And I also think if you did that, you might give uh, some countries that don't have the caliber of players maybe a mm-hmm. fighting chance. Because golf is crazy like that. You know, who can make the who has a good fewer week? mistakes? Who has a good week? You know, yeah. if, if Croatia, <laughs> you know, puts out this nobody, but he's has the best week of his life, and... You know, it could be electric. Yeah. And imagine Croatia defeating, I don't know what the teams would be. He gets exempted on tour. Right. But it, it would be crazy to see some small country defeat, uh, like, Xander and uh, Ricky. Uh, I'm just using the two Olympians that we have. Yeah. But So, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I mean, obviously, you know, unless some Olympic committee is listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> they might not really think much about it. But... Um, so yeah, we will then jump ahead to this week's tournament, the AT&T Byron Nelson. Uh, this one's in Texas too, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There a lot of tournaments in Texas. We need, I want to play the Austin country club yeah. with in my entire soul. <laughs> like Why? that bridge, that par five with the bridge. Yeah. Goose pimples, dude. Goose pimples. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, you know. <laughs> it's just a pretty old. I'm not old. doubting you. Uh, but, the, you know, this week, uh, Jordan and JT, I'm pretty sure, are playing in this. A couple other big names. But relatively a smaller field. You either use this tournament to prep for the PGA or you take the week off to prep for the PGA and you get to Southern Hills a little earlier. Uh, Jordan, JT. We're at Southern yeah. Hills today yep. uh, prepping, which we love mm-hmm. that they're playing together. Yep. Um. I also think JT, he's due. I couldn't agree more. He is. I Did you see the tweet today? Uh, you probably didn't. You don't really check Twitter that much. No. So JT is first in proximity to the hole from 100 to 125. 
third from 125 to 150, second from 150 to 175, and third from 175 to 200. Oh, my word. So what's going wrong? What is the problem? It's got to be strokes game putting, right? I would think it's either putting or that man is just missing big off the tee. Yeah. I don't know, man. No, I mean, either way, if he's missing big off the tee, I mean, it's still, still it's proximity. So it's got to be putting. He's due, though. I mean, I agree. He's been like in the mix, if not, you know, just constantly making cuts. He's undoubtedly one of the most consistent players yeah. on tour. I mean, he's always. Him and Bones may still just fig- be figuring stuff out. Yeah, and the and the other thing is too is I always feel like he has. It's usually Thursday, mm. where he goes out and fires up a. I mean, what what tournament was it, where he shot like a plus four, and then he literally was like. 19 under over the next three rounds. <laughs> Sounds opposite to Jordan Spieth. Pretty much, yeah. Saturday and Sunday are Jordan Spieth's crutches. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I looking forward to the PGA a lot this year. JT, I'd love to see Jordan. He's trending pretty well. Um, you know, and we'll just jump right into the PGA Championship. We got a decent amount to talk about. Uh, first of all, Tiger is still listed as playing. Uh, with how he showed in the Masters, Chet, any expectations for him in the PGA? We know he can walk. We know he can do it. Yeah, but, I mean, he was hurting at the end. Saturdays never hit him hard. That cold weather just didn't do him justice, um, didn't help him at all. But, I mean, as long as he's out there playing, I'm happy. You oh, know, 100%. I'm not expecting a win from him. It would be fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but. As long as he's out there, he's going to have a good time, so I'm going to have a good time just seeing him out there. The other thing is, too, Chet, the forecast for Southern Hills, 90 degrees pretty much every day. <laughs> That's prime. So It's prime. And, I mean, Tiger was out scouting. There was a news chopper filming the man on a putting yeah. green. Um, so, as he far as – played 18 holes with the head pro right. from Southern Hills. Yeah, Patrick Reed was not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I just think it's funny uh, that Justine uh, Reed has a burner account on Twitter <laughs> and tweets golf writers like, this is ridiculous. It's like Just- and she thinks no one knows who it is. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, Justine's back. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I I do think, you know, with, I, I, I think he kind of got hurt um, with the Masters weather. Because sometimes it's 85 every day there, you know? Yeah. So... Unfortunately, you know, like Riviera out of the question forever for Tiger. Yeah. Because it's just too cold. And with when you have screws in your leg, a bad back, a bad knee, who knows what else he's got going on. <laughs> you know, you can't – we hurt in cold weather. I can't imagine yeah. how that man feels. For and sure. the courses he's walking compared to us, yeah, it's I mean, not even comparable. Yeah, exactly. But you're right. I – uh you know, I do have high expectations. Anytime he steps on a course, I expect him to win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put it past you. Uh, but it is, it's just fun to watch him. I, you know, if he makes the cut and we get to see the Sunday red, that's really all I can ask for at any, yep. getting, any given tournament now. Yep. Um, and if he, I just do want one more win. Break the Sam Snead record. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he gets another major, 
you know, then you might as well win three more. So, <laughs> uh, that is Tiger at the PGA. Another big one. This one we can probably sit and talk about for quite a bit here. Phil. Phil. Uh, so, this is where it's weird. So, Phil is the defending PGA champion. He is currently been in hiding. Uh, footage did surface of him playing some course, swinging. I don't, I don't know what he was doing. Probably a gambling, uh, gambling <laughs> match. Uh, but he's the defending champion. We still have not heard a peep out of him. He, the man was pretty active on Twitter. Hasn't tweeted in a long time. I think it's good. He's been staying a little quiet. He had to. Um, he released that statement. You know, it received a lot of backlash. A lot. He was either suspended or he took a time away, so he wasn't suspended. He's doing air quotes while he's saying suspended for because you can't see him. But oh yeah, I, I don't know why I was <laughs> doing that for for the listeners out there. Uh does he play, Chet? I think he will. I really do. You don't think so, do you? I think he he has to. Yeah. Because one, okay, I I get what he said was kind of a slight to the PGA Tour. But you're entitled to your own opinion. And you are, but you can you don't have to word it in a nasty way. I get I and I get that. But he is the defending champion. If yeah. He, if he does if, if it's not even if he doesn't. I think he he wants to play. I mean, who wouldn't? You you, you want to defend your title. Yeah. But the, if the PGA, I think the problem is if the PGA Tour is like, no. I Can they hold him from playing it? I am not sure. Uh, I don't think they could. I don't think they could either. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't either. But it is, it is a, it would be a, it would just be a crime if he didn't get to defend his title. The oldest major champion in history. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. last year was arguably a fluke. I don't, you know, you don't, nobody saw Phil winning, Mm-mm. you know, yeah. <laughs> especially at I, Kiowa. I mean, yeah. Kiowa is not a course for Phil no. other than that. He can scramble really well, which he did. Um, and honestly, you know, Phil can still compete. He still hits it far enough. Yeah. He still he still has the game. I I hope he plays because the game is better when Phil's there. I do think his legacy is tarnished a little bit. It, it I don't be- think it is. I don't know. I think people just view him different personally. Well, I don't know. But his legacy to the PJ Tour it'll always be there. The thing is, is you know, an article came out just recently. He had forty million dollars in gambling back pay he owed. Holy cow! I did not see that. Yeah, forty uh, million. Him and Bones split up because he had back pay that he hadn't paid Bones. Holy cow! So the guy had a I the guy I think the guy had a problem. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Which you know it it stems back. You know I wasn't I was a child. But he was accused of insider trading. Oh, really? I don't know if anything came of it. I don't know if it was proven, you know, true or not. But hmm. still, uh, a lot of things are coming out about Phil. It's 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 like, and it it's unfortunate 
yeah. that this happened now mm-hmm. because you know like you look back at tiger scandal stuff came out yeah but it wasn't as easily accessible yeah now if anything about phil comes out every single golf writer on twitter is talking about it alan shipnuck's dropping a book uh the unauthorized autobiography or not unauthorized autobiography that would be technically authorized but <laughs> i don't even know uh you know an unauthorized biography of phil um that goes into a lot of detail with you know, like Charles Barkley, all those guys, you know, like MJ who play mm. with them, um, you know, and Phil made a stink about it, but Alan did contact him and got you know, the okay to write this book. Um, so when that book comes out, it comes out May 27th, which conveniently <laughs> is, uh, no, wait, maybe it comes out. The week after the PGA or the the week of the PGA. Either way, it comes out in like two weeks or a week. It is kind of convenient. It comes out right before he's there to defend his title, you know? I think that was planned purposely. Well, I mean, this guy's been working on this book for probably a year and a half, so I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bit after everything that kind of happened. And, you know, you, you have a little bit of a control, right, I guess? I don't know. I would think... I think they do have control, a lot more control than we think over that. Yeah, and I mean, I like Alan's a great follow on Twitter. He always tweets a lot of golf stuff, okay. you know. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I wish the best for the guy. I like Phil, yeah. you know. But you know, we talked about this the last episode we did a month and a half ago. <laughs> that quote where the the player was like, "This is this who is he's who always he's always been." been. Yeah. But at the same time, if if we've forgiven Tiger, yeah, we can forgive Phil. 100%. And we can forgive anybody. Exactly, and arguably, you know, I'm not here to call you know one thing worse than the other, but I would say <laughs> Phil's is. Are you going to do it anyway? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Phil's is not nearly as bad as what Tiger did. Um, which is why I say that his legacy is not diminished, because Tiger's legacy is not diminished. Not even a little bit. Yeah, you're right. No, that's a good point, Chet. That's Thank you. W- that's what's up right Thank there. Thank you. Look at that. I finally did something cool in the podcast. Yeah, you, you <laughs> put me in my place. I don't, I don't have the the radio voice like you do, but <laughs> I can make up for it in other ways. Chad, I think you have a great voice. Why don't you sing for us? I don't sing. <laughs> well, uh, you know. Hey, we have a surprise guest. <laughs> <laughs> Chet's dad wants to uh, talk about Phil's legacy. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Randall. Randall Shambly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's gone. Never mind. I was going to ask him what he thought of Tiger back in the day when he watched him. Or Phil, sorry. Back in the day. I was like, well. Versus thoughts now. Oh, yeah, that would be. But he may be a guest later. Yeah. I don't know. We got a lot of guests lined up, I think, this summer. Got one coming on in two weeks. I think so, yeah. 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 He confirmed it for two weeks. So Well, um But yeah. I and so that's basically the PGA championship. We have Phil, we have Tiger. Hopefully, you know, they haven't uh Tiger said he's gonna try to play. We haven't heard a peep out of Phil, but they're both listed on you know, the players. So uh, the players playing. So hopefully they both play. You know, we got Jordan J T in there. I'd love to see Rory get another major. Uh, Brooks has really fallen off, and I hope he stays kind of down there. I don't want to see him. 
Bryson, uh, he just had surgery. Yeah, and he's he, recovering. He's still listed as playing, but there's no way he can recover from that. He was it, swinging one-handed like two weeks ago. If he does come back and play, <laughs> what, a, what a doofus, dude. Why would you just take the time to recover and quit swinging so dang hard? He misses all the attention. You know what's crazy to think about is that's that's like two years ago now. You remember when Meat, you know, basically that's what I call Bryson when he first <laughs> came. <laughs> he came out in like 2020 Just after a walking the walking ribeye. Yeah, and then you know, obviously he's lost a little bit of weight because um, there's no way you can maintain that. I mean, you could, I guess, but not as a professional golfer. If you wanted to that's be so hard to professional do, weightlifter, yeah. So, I think the guy needs to slow it down. No more long drive championships. Just play. The guy clearly is good enough to win tournaments. He has a U.S. Open, but yeah, it's um. I don't really care for him, but it is the game is fun to uh, to basically watch him massacre a ball. You know. Yeah. Uh, I did get to see that live when I went to the Rocket Mortgage. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, he he was. Uh, yeah, I saw him at Murfield. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, Muirfield was is way better than Detroit Country Club. My dad and Brock are volunteering. Oh really? Yeah, my dad got the shot link duty. I don't even know what does that entail. Like, what do you do? It's like you either get placed on a fairway of a certain hole or a green green of a certain hole, and then you just click but on the iPad for it's like shot link basically. Oh, track of that. does he put the flag in too? If it no, that's a spotter. That's a different job. Okay, but Brock's doing scoreboard on Sunday. Living the dream, Brock. My <laughs> gosh. They get, like, passes all week, I think. Uh, the best part about Muirfield is the strawberry, the Jack Nicholas strawberry lemonade that they serve. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I, I don't Everything's know. Everything's overpriced. I don't know if it was just because I had been walking for, like, four hours and it was hot, but that was the best dang lemonade I've ever had. <laughs> it's, like, 20 bucks for half a bottle of water. That's the thing. I don't understand how people can go to a golf tournament, watch it, and get, like, drunk. Like and drink there, yeah. Because you're dropping ten bucks a beer. There's no way I could. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I could justify it, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the PGA Championship. Now we're gonna uh, jump to kind of the big, not PGA Tour news, um, but we have com- competitor. It's a competitor league. We've talked about it on here before. We, you know, I think, you know, if we go back far enough in our episodes, we probably said it's not going to happen. And it mm, is, in fact, going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's going to go off with a big bang. What is the purse? 50 million? It's so big. It's, I, it's so much money, dude. So much money. And there's no cut. And they said, oh, their latest statement they put out, they said invest by like, what did they say? I forget some about buy a certain amount of shares in this and you're guaranteed 20 million. How much are shares? <laughs> <laughs> Too much for us. Unfortunately, right? Um they have confirmed 30 tour pros. Um from what we've gathered, the average age of these pros are 43. Mm. We have for sure Kevin Na, no love lost there, although I will miss watching him walk in putts. Yeah. Jason Kokrak um, he's kind of a shocker to me because the guy won last year, mm-hmm. and his game has been trending. I dude, I think this money is playing into effect 
way more than we think. They don't care about uh, no getting you know their name. I in think history. Lee Westwood was quoted saying, "If you're working a nine to five job and ask for a pay raise, are you going to turn it down?" I mean that that is true, and that's the next guy on my list too, Lee Westwood. Yeah. He did say that. He said, uh, "This is my this is how I make a living." Yeah, you're right. He did. He was like, "Why would I say no to making way more money than I'm making now?" Because I mean, last year was. He should have got at least one of the wins, but hundred um, percent. You know, last year he should have won a PGA Tour event, but other than that, those two Florida swing should have won the players. Yeah, he should have won the players. He should have won the Arnold Honda. Palmer, the Honda. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know if that's the case for everybody. You know, you know, there's maybe some people that are not doing so hot on PGA Tours. They want to try their luck elsewhere, which is fine. But if you're doing it just for the money, I feel like it kind of loses a little respect because Damn. the PGA Tour is just historic. If you make a cut, you're making at minimum what fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's mean, a lot of money. Unless you're living way beyond your means, that's a lot more than my bank account. So, uh, yeah. If I'll I had fifty, if I had fifty thousand dollars, Chet, I could pay off my student loans and put a down payment on a house. There you go. See, living. <laughs> Uh, Greg Norman did boast about having a former world number one um, in this tour. And that former world number one is confirmed as Martin Keimer. Very former. <laughs> Very former. I am not surprised in the slightest that he's signing up for this league. Uh, the guy was an animal at one point. Uh, you know, 2014, what was it, 2013, 2014, he was yeah pretty much on top of the world. Um He's very much fallen off. I don't really know of anything he's been doing. If it's on the European tour, he's not even really competing there. Yeah. Um, those are the four four tar, uh, four confirmed that I know of. Um, you know, this starts in two weeks or a week from now. Um, which, if it starts from a week in a week from now, I cannot imagine that's going to be good. The PGA Championship is next week. Um, but the big thing I I really can't believe is they released the ticket prices to watch this tournament. Um, <clears throat> starting prices was anywhere from three fifty to five hundred dollars <laughs> just to watch one day, and then you could buy like, like in person, right? Yeah, and then you could buy like a package, right? So it's like Muirfield where they have like the VIP yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was going from like five hundred to a thousand, and then the next package was two thousand. Jeez, it's not Formula One. And then it was like thirty five hundred. Oh my cow! And I, you know, if I was rich, you could justify paying that kind of money for a major to get into one of those like suites. Yeah. But a tournament with a bunch of has-beens. Now I'm not gonna say like watching Kevin Na, watching Jason Kokrak, Lee Westwood. That'd be cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind watching these players, but I am not going to drop $350. I won't even drop $350 to go to Muirfield. No, no shot. I mean, I paid $100 for two tickets. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, they're normally 50 bucks. Yeah, you know, it was it was prime, you yeah. know. Um, Sergio, that's the other guy I couldn't think of. It's on the bottom of our list here. Yeah, I added it. He, uh, he did say, I can't wait to leave this tour at the Wells Fargo, which... We can't wait. Rules officials. We can't wait for you to leave either, Sergio. <laughs> but yeah, no. So this this is uh this tour is going to be interesting. You know, obviously when it does happen, 
Uh, you'll get all the, the info from us here at the Mini Pros Podcast. Um, as long as we don't wait another month and a half to put out We can promise it will not be another month. Um, but, yeah, no, i uh very excited for the PGA Championship. The AT&T Byron Nelson is this week. Um, you know, per usual, Jordan's playing, JT's playing. He Jordan plays pretty much all the Texas events. So that's – if you're going to watch, that's who you definitely want to check out. But – uh you know, as always, Chet, we got to give credit where credit's due. If you haven't, you know, golf season is pretty much here at the forefront. Um, you know, the start of the season. Go to Flagstick Golf Apparel. Uh, use the the promo, promo code. code. Why can I never remember that it's word? All right. I was gonna say uh, the oh. verification code because I've oh. been logging into my Coles card quite a bit. <laughs> uh, the promo code is Muni Pros, no caps. Uh, you get 10% off and you can get all your golf gear. I'd also lo- love to get another shout out to uh, Dayton's number one real estate agent, Spencer Maxwell. Um, if you need his phone number, I announced it in the last episode and you can get in touch with me if you would like it. Um, as always, Chet, it's a pleasure. This is the Muni Pros Podcast. I'm Henry Bourne. I'm Chet Jamison. Tune in next week and everyone be safe. Yep, take care.